is up you guys welcome back to the locker room i am your host and your favorite kansas city girl kennedy bright and as always what is said in the locker room stays in the locker room get your playbooks ready guys what is good rookies welcome back to another episode this week's episode we are discussing when you come across a time when you want to go back to old people old places and old ways and how you can miss things but sometimes for what i've noticed is it kind of happens right when something is just unfamiliar for me and so we're just going to get into what am I even talking about and how I came to this conclusion for something that I'm dealing with in my life right now this past week I was talking to my mom and my sister and I was telling a story and it involved one of my old best friends and I've never talked about her on here right before I started my podcast we stopped being friends so I could have talked about her plenty of times but it just it really was not worth it or anything like that and so of course we'll get into that story I was talking to my mom and I said wow I said ha oh, like you know you sigh and I was like I really miss blank and my mom said okay well maybe you should um text her or maybe you should say something to her and I was like oh okay well that's interesting seeing that like my mom knows what she had done and what happened between us I was very shocked that she was suggesting that I reach out to this girl and tell her I miss her like you know and try to be friends with her again I was very shocked a fault that I have just I've noticed kind of in general is letting other people kind of tell you or give you a reason to question what and how you feel because my mom and one other person they've kind of in my life have in this regards to the situation with this person kind of made me kind of second guess a little bit about what I feel and like how I feel things should be handled so I was kind of shocked and honestly I should have kept how I felt these past years and left it at that and not you know kind of even considered going into what I was thinking so maybe I go back and I'm going to tell you what happened between us so that we have a clear understanding of how I feel and the revelation that I kind of came up with at the end of the week this week despite how I feel and what I would like you know to have from her so we're going to go back to the year 2020 oh good old like main pandemic year it was September she came back home and we met up, we were eating um, at a restaurant, and we just were talking, and she asked me, I could tell by her face, she was a little uncomfortable to ask me, and she's like, do you, do, do you know, and she said this guy's name, like his full name, like his, you know, government name, for a second, it caught me off guard, because I was like, wait, like what, and I was like, because he go, he went by his nickname, and I really didn't know him for that long before this incident that I'm about to say happened between us. So I wasn't really used to it. And I said, uh, yeah, I said, yeah, I said, he's the guy who raped me. You remember um, back, you know, at MSU? And she's like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. I was like, yeah, like that's, you know, what happened? She's like, oh, okay. I was like, why? And she's like, oh, um, at that moment, kind of like in a movie, I'm like listening to her. I'm still there, but I'm kind of like, it's like faded in the background. I kind of just zoned out because here I am, my heart's beating just thinking of it right now. Like this person's name was brought up to me. So it definitely really caught me off guard. And I was just like, what is, what is going on? Um, and just from what I remember from that moment, which is basically like he was trying to talk to her or something. And somehow, of course, obviously I got brought up or something. I don't know. We're going to leave it at that. So I'm like, okay. She's like, oh yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, yeah. I didn't know that or whatever. And I'm like, mm, you know, all right. We hung out with some guys that she was talking to and a about a month later it's now like October and at this point her and I are she's planning on moving back to KC 
her and I are discussing, oh, like, you know, we're going to get a place together. There are a couple of business ideas we had. Things are really well. I've known this girl since probably, I don't even remember, like, Ella, end of elementary, like, middle school. Uh, and, you know, like, when you're younger, you know, you're like, oh, you're friends with people, you know, and stuff. But, like, high school is when we really became, like, she was my best friend, high school through college. So, this is, like, super exciting for me. And I'm not, as you'll ever realize as we talk more about me, until probably 2021 like before that girl don't ask me I don't have friends I don't hang with people I don't trust people all of that but she was someone you know that I did so I'm super excited like we're about to live together like everything is about to be so great we were starting a couple of business, a couple of businesses things like of that nature I'm at a guy's house that I was talking to and basically he just told me that what he had heard from someone that he heard a rumor about her I'll just say that and I let her know about the rumor because I just didn't want her to continue to be involved with this person because I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, like if he out here, you know, lying, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're not about to be, no. So when you come back, like you need to not see him again like that. She said, I guess she talked to him. I guess the guy said it wasn't true, whatever. And I guess she didn't really like, kind of like, believe. I don't know. It seemed like she didn't really believe me. And I'm like, whatever, like, I'm not about to sit here. And you know, I did my part. So as time went on, she eventually said like, one of the things was I was starting my podcast, this one, guys, right here. And I asked her if she wanted to do it with me. And she was like, yeah, sure. So then she went ahead and said, actually, I don't want to do the podcast anymore. I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. Like, you know, it was my podcast anyway. So, of course, I'm going to keep going. Like, it's no problem. I'm like, okay, cool, no problem. That was probably maybe October or something. I really don't remember. It's now November. And my sister texts me and asks, are you and her still friends? And I was like, yeah, we haven't really talked, you know, since that boy incident. I was like, but yeah, we're just, I mean... I don't have a problem with it. We're so cool. Why? She's like, have you seen her story? I go and look. I can't see anything. And, you know, I don't see anything. My sister sends me a screenshot and it is her shouting out the guy who raped me in college. <laughs> you know, like uh, calling him her twin and stuff, and wishing him luck or something and trying to get drafted or something. I, I don't know. At that point, I was like, wow, that, that was like all I need to see. And I couldn't see it because he's blocked on my page. So she had reposted a picture. And the hard part to me was a picture she posted was his basketball picture at my college, like at my university that I went to. And if you remember anything about my college experience, uh, like my assaults, if you've ever listened to that episode, my school did everything in their power to discredit and try to destroy me so that they could keep this player at my school. There were two guys involved. Uh, the other one was my ex, but he they didn't want him there anymore regardless so they cut him a deal told him if he transfers they will not continue to investigate it it won't follow him anywhere you know nipping in the bud but they wanted this guy the guy who she is posting they wanted him i'll call him player number two they wanted player number two to be the, the kind of face of my university in the basketball program he was a transfer they needed him there you know and it was a lot of lies going around and he's the reason why because I went to the police and he's the guy who they quote unquote lost my rape kit against, which I had barely, I had so much solid evidence against this guy. Okay. They're also the same, you know, it's also the same guy who's the reason why I was kicked off the track team because I went to the police to report him. Um, there's like, there's just so much. And this one here, like he single-handedly kind of, I feel in my own opinion has destroyed and taken so much from me. You know, he's the reason why my friends, like stopped being friends with me although clearly yes they're not my friends you know they're not good you know those aren't good friends like clearly like, clearly I get that but the point is that's him you know I was 
would try to move on with my life and he would show up to my jobs while I'd be at work and just stare at me. You know, he would come up and like lean over, lean over me. You know, and mind you, we're talking basketball. So about six, five, I think it's like six, five, six, six or something like that. I'm five foot, you know, hovering over me, trying to like intimidate me and then going up to my friends. What's wrong with her? Why is she acting like that? Would follow me around uh, town. And when we're in, when I go out with my friends, like this is someone who really just like, y'all like, he wasn't just like someone who just, oh, he assaulted me, which is just as like, just terrible, let alone. And then, you know, I never, you know, saw her from him. No, like he constantly harassed and stalked me the entire time while I still, still was at the university before I just left. So for all of this and it all was over just so he could wear that stupid jersey. And then I see that jersey. I see him playing at my school because it's my school first on my school's court representing my school which all just symbolizes everything that he took from me and for my best friend in my eye you know what I thought to be posting it wasn't just a picture of him like that's kind of was a little bit more of a nail in the coffin you know and you're supporting a career the career that took everything from Kennedy the career that took it from me yeah that was that was pretty bit of much so when I saw it I don't even know why I texted my sister. I said something like, oh, okay, yeah, I bet. Or something. Like, yeah, that's him. So I went ahead. I unfollowed her and I never said a thing to her again. Literally didn't. There was nothing else needed to say. It was one of those things that, what was I going to say? What was I going to ask? I, I really didn't want I really didn't want to respond. I didn't want to answer. Like, there was nothing. That was clear as day as to what she thought of me. Fast forward to now 2021. It is March she texts me to ask to meet up. I'm like, okay. So I got back in from after visiting someone um, in Dallas and I, I I went and I was really like kind of on edge. I'm like, what is going to be, you know, what kind of what's kind of what's going to be said? So I was thinking, I was very shocked by what was said, but she just explained to me that, um, well, first she wanted to know, well, who, who told me about the post she made? I said, oh, my sister did. Oh yeah. Yeah. My sister, my sister did. Um, Anyways, keep going, please. Like, that's that's not relevant to anything that I've just said. And basically, she stayed the point. And she kind of, like, laughing, like, you know, like, playing it off. Like, it's just like something light, lighthearted. And just said she realized it was wrong now, you know, like, that she busted. But she really was just kind of upset with me because of, you know, what happened between her and the guy. And she felt like I didn't defend her when, you know, he was saying that he slept with her when she said she didn't, like, that they never, you know, hooked up or whatever. At that moment, everything yeah, it was a wrap from, from that point on. She ordered food and everything. So you're not going to eat? I said, oh, no, I'm not hungry. Because I was livid. At that point, I kind of, I really would have, like, almost respected a little bit more if she just would have lied to me and just said some bull, like, I, I, yeah, I don't need, girl, I don't need, I didn't even remember. I forgot, you know, or something of that nature. Why? Yeah, you should be honest. But just simply because a feeling of, like, she now realized like it was so embarrassing and that was so bad what she did like there's no way I could admit that I like did that on purpose but the fact that you can look here in my face while you eat some chicken tenders and kind of smirk and laugh you know and 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 you know like about something that was so serious someone that you supported and there's several layers to why that was messed up which we'll talk about when I got, get to my therapy session so I was very upset some of my things also you know went on that day um, through our conversation but to stay on topic yeah at that point it was kind of over for me there was nothing else really that was needed for me to say she texted me happy birthday and never replied because I was in March my birthday in March 
Uh, I never replied. Like, I never said anything else. Here we are now. It is 2022, y'all. It's a year later. And I told you the conversation that I had with my mom this week. And so I kind of got to thinking, right? Why? I don't, I don't even know. Because every time someone says something like that to me, like, you should hear her out. You should, I'm like, go drop dead. Like, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> you really lost your mind. Like, are you kidding? So I kind of was thinking a little bit this time. I was thinking about it for whatever reason. And my mom, yeah, you don't know. You should Maybe you should hear her out. I went ahead. I messaged her. Um, I texted her because she was blocked on everything. I unblocked her and I didn't know if she had blocked me back. So I texted her and I said, hey, because we did get into it last year, um, a little bit after she and I met. I asked her if she, you know, how she, I hope you're doing well. You know, do you, would you like to talk at some point? If you don't, that's fine. Either way, just please let me know. Because for me, like, you know, with my anxiety, like, if you don't want to talk to me, just don't. She said, hi, you know, hello, yes, or whatever. It was very, like, super formal. And I think, too, because I know her for so many years. She's very animated like me. We're very small, animated, crazy people. So I know how, you know, she talks. And so she said, yeah, like, when you talk, like, how long you're in KC? And I said, okay. And I just, like, flat out just, like, said, I just, because, honestly, in that moment, I was, I wanted my best friend back. This was just like two days ago, by the way, um, from when you're hearing this. I just wanted my best friend back. I wanted to, you know, of course, I still need to talk to her about like why I felt, you know, hurt or why I didn't, you know, whatever. But like, I really just wanted us to go back to normal. I wanted to go to her apartment. I wanted to see, I've never seen her apartment. You know, when she moved back, you know, we weren't talking. So I was like, I want to go see your apartment. Like, what, what's up with your life? Like, what do you, you know, I want to go eat. I want to talk about what's been going on. I want to talk to her about this great guy I'm talking to. Like, I want to talk about clothes and hair and makeup. You know, I, that's really what I like just want to do right, right in that moment. And so my first message back was like, um, I just really want to say like, yeah, I just want to meet with you because I was like, I really miss you. Like, I really miss you. I was like, I really miss being your friend. Like, I'm kind of like pouring my heart out a little bit, right? Tell her how much I miss her and how, which is true last year, I was not in a place to hear anyone out. Like when I tell you I was at that at that dinner or lunch with her and I was very angry. I was very angry. I was very upset still from what she did before and I didn't want to hear her out. Didn't. Honestly, I wanted to hear what she had to say, but I wasn't ready to hear it in an aspect of like even thinking about having anything with her. So, you know, I'm like, yeah, what you got to say? At that point too, right after she was you know, dropped from my life. I met so many of the people I'm friends with now. So last year I was, I don't need this girl in my life. Like I'm sitting here eating with you to hear you out, but I don't need her because I've made hella new friends. I was traveling, like I was doing a lot last year. So I was in a mindset of like, you really crossed a screwed up line and I'm done. So for whatever reason though, the other day when I texted her, I just, I had those friends, but for whatever reason, I really wanted her. I wanted that friendship. So I say all these things and I, you know, like I said, I explained to her, you know, I know like last year, you know, you want to meet, I said, and I just don't think I was really in a place of really hearing things and moving forward, et cetera. She just responds back. I miss you too with a period y'all. And just said, said to me that she's already said everything that she needs to say. She just wants to move forward. It was so long ago, but not disregarding, you know, if I have something that I want to say, you know, she will, you know, meet with me and hear me out. That next day, I go to therapy. Therapy is on Thursdays. And as I'm in therapy, I'm explaining to her what I'm feeling, like what I just told you. And she says, okay, Kennedy, well, why are you asking? You know, what are you trying to ask me? What exactly is your thought process and process and all of this? 
And I told her, I said, well, I, I do miss being friends with her, which I do, which is weird. Because I would tell you out of the course of the two years that's, you know, has passed since the incident, I've never missed this girl. She's kind of been like a real, like, you're dead to me. You know, like, that's just kind of how it was, right? So I didn't know why I was feeling this way at all. And it kind of came to the conclusion that one thing that I've noticed over the course of years now for me is when I get into unknown territory, things that are like possibly could be good for me, things that are healthy, things that I can rely on, things that are, you know, bring security into my life. I freak out and I want to revert back to something that is old. You know, like I need to hold on to something from the past that may be not harmful, like fully harmful, but something that's just not good for me to feel normal or feel like to feel in quote unquote safe, but it's not, you ain't safe. You know what I mean? But like to feel like, Oh, I can breathe. I need a little bit of chaos, a little bit of toxic. I need a little bit of a bad memory and a little bit of something, you know, and maybe that is also kind of a form of self-destruction. We'll talk about that with my therapist next week, you guys, but I realized I kind of needed that. And I say that because there are many times in my life now that I've noticed when I want those, these old things back from the past. And so I explained that to my therapist. I said, I really don't know why, you know, but I think that's what it is. I said, I I do miss being friends with her. I don't know what that is, you know, because this is very new for me. This first week is probably the first week it's been that way, but I do. And I told her, I think the thing that I'm noticing now is you have to sometimes treat your friendships like you do a real relationship. You can miss an ex who is toxic, who's unhealthy. You can miss him so much. But you know they're bad for you, so you can't go back to them. I said, and I think that's what I need to realize is treating her a friendship like a relationship. I can miss you. I can also forgive you because I have forgiven her, which is so weird. I'm learning that now, which is so crazy. Um, when you forgive people, let's say you got to forgive people for yourself. I'm learning to forgive people. And I forgive her um, now for it. I see like an old like Snapchat memory about us. It doesn't like make me angry more. I'm just like, oh yeah, I remember that. And just keep tapping, you know, just like that. But learning now in my life how to forgive people, I'm also learning that just because I forgive them doesn't mean I have to let them back in my life because that's the kind of battle I'm dealing with. I'm like, I don't really want her back in my life, but but I forgave her. But can do you forgive? You forgave her, so you should give her another chance. And that's not what it means. That is not what it means. And that's something that I'm learning. And, you know, I said that to her and I said, so that's what I'm trying to what trying to deal with I said and also I am trying to understand when is it okay to forgive someone for what they've done and move forward I said I'm doing my best to not hold people because I've done this with guys like guys I've talked to too like try to understand that we always we're still growing and maturing and not hold guys I've talked to back when I was 21 22 you know hold them accountable you know too much and think that they're lying now and that they should have known better then, you know, because we're younger, you know, and maybe now you realize things that you don't. I said, so I'm trying to do that. And I want to give her the same, you know, benefit that I have given guys that have reached back out and want to apologize for how things went between us. I said, I want to do the same thing for her. I said, and, but I feel like what she did is just not a, I was just a young, you know, I was just too young and I didn't understand it. That's not exactly what that is. And I told my therapist, I said, I know you cannot expect people to be like you, you know, to do you. That's one thing I've been learning. Yeah, Kennedy, you would do that, but you cannot expect everyone else to do the same thing you would. That's one of the things that, you know, I've been learning. 
And she says, okay, well, I want to stop you there. In this aspect, I think you can. Someone doing this, what she did, you you should be able to expect that any other decent human would also, you know, not do that. I said, okay, well, cool. So I'm glad. One, check one. I'm not crazy or feeling that way in regards to this situation. And my therapist asked me, so do you think, what are your thoughts? She asked about, well, what do I feel about, you know, a friendship moving forward, things like that. And what did I feel about her message back? I said, well, her message back to me was very dry. I felt like she very disregarded what I felt um, by saying, well, it was so long ago. I'm ready just to move forward and have happiness. And I've already said what I need to say. I feel like anyone who's very sincere about how they've hurt you and, and acknowledges and knows how they've hurt you, I feel like would want to reiterate their apology if they really give one you know she didn't really give apology she just said she knew it was messed up but you know what I mean they would really want to make sure that you understand moving forward that they know what they did was really messed up I said I don't feel like I really got that I don't really know what all went on because my therapist asked questions I said I didn't want to ask I said there's nothing I need to know if you could be involved enough in this person's life to know whatever was going on with him wanting to be drafted or whatever and you posting that well clearly clearly you were enough rather you were his friend whatever even a fan girl you know that's not someone I want in my life and it goes back to just the timeline I'm looking at it and I'm talking to my therapist I'm just like well maybe you know I'm really trying to convince myself that I should give this girl another chance and that it's just kind of you know me tripping a little bit right and I'm just like you know I don't know but the point is in September I told her exactly what happened like who the I've now put a name to a face in September for my you know my attacks and you obviously still stayed in contact after that moment. And my therapist said that to me sounds like, like she doesn't believe you. She didn't believe you. And that's not, you know, what a friend does, especially not someone that's supposed to be a best friend. I say, you're, you're right. You're correct. You know, that is what it sounds like. My therapist said, well, maybe meet with her, find out what all happened between them. And then maybe we'll give you an idea, whatever. And I went and I looked and they still followed each other on Instagram. I said, well, my therapist said, well, that's the answer for you right there. And I think at that moment I realized I was trying to hold her at a standard of a friend who wanted to get revenge on me and slept with just an ex or a guy I used to talk to, you know, or, or you know, supported someone. I don't, like I said, I don't know what all they did, you know, or your friend who still stays in contact with your ex. You know, that, that, that's what I was holding her at and as. But this is someone who chose to use the one person who completely single-handedly put me really in the position I'm in right now in life how I you know my mental health like just everything trauma the reason I'm strongly in therapy she chose to use that person and as I said to my therapist I think that's very sickening to me that's something that you just don't do to me that is like wow how did you how did you wrap your head around that because there's not a single person on this earth that I dislike that much that I would do something like that to even try to think about quote-unquote getting them you know getting my lick back like I, I how does that how does that work so I realized I was like, no, I was talking about that. I said, you know, that's just my therapist. So that's very sickening. I said, I mean, there is this level that no one can reach in my life. And there's three people up there. There's the three people who assaulted me when I was in college. She's up there and she now makes four. It's like almost impossible for anybody to reach that level in my life of, I hate to use the word, but hatred. It's really impossible, you know? And so for her, someone I've known for so long, to reach that level and volunteer to be at that level and still to this day continue to be around, entertain, whatever the hell it is 
with someone else who's on that level, yeah, you got to be done. You're done. You're cut off. You got to be done. You know, I, it just drives me insane, you know, because I really wanted that friendship back. I did. But sometimes you have to understand that what happens, what that old comfort, all of that, like you can't bring that back into your life. And it was more so that I need the comfort of something old that I still had, you know, like something old, something new, something borrowed. You know, I needed something old because I'm moving in such an area in my life of uncertainty, unfamiliar territory. And it's scary. And I need something old, toxic. I need something from an old part of my life with me and I can't have it. And definitely, even if I did that, that's not one I should have. I learned like old ways and old people just do not open new ways, open new doors. They don't bring anything, don't bring you anything new. I also learned that it's okay to forgive people, but not have them in your life anymore. You can do that. That's actually possible. I always thought whenever I forgave someone that meant that I was, oh, if you forgive them, yeah, because that is how it is. Normally with like normal stuff that people do, like normal friendships or relationships that I have with people, <laughs> they just do like normal screwed up stuff. Yeah, like, okay, whenever I'm ready to fully forgive you, we can move forward. But I now have learned from this situation that I can forgive you. And that does not mean that I need to have you in my life. And I felt like that's what I was dealing with. I'm like, well, I did forgive her, you know, as of recently. I did forgive her. So so I should be able to give her a chance. And my therapist said, no, that's not how it works, Kennedy. Forgiveness does not mean you have to give them access to you again. And I said, oh, okay, didn't know that. All right, new territory, <laughs> you know. Because, yeah, no, with the level, like I said, the level she's on with the rest of them, yeah, that's different. That's a different level, y'all. That's a little different, a little different now. So I learned that. I also learned kind of like some of my self-sabotage a little bit. You know, I want that back. Why? Because I want that toxic a little bit, a little bit of that toxic back in Kennedy's life. I want those things. And that's not what I need. I need those bad memories. Why? Why are these bad memories comforting? And as I talked to my friend yesterday, talked to Gina, hey girl, we were talking and I was talking to her about like this new guy in my life. Oh my God, why am I talking about this? Well, actually I met him last year, but we've been communicating and not to jinx it, but just to state the facts because it does go with this. It's so healthy and it's scary. And I think between him and just everything else going on in my life, like I have a lot of new, new feelings, a lot of new things, a lot of new experiences that I'm having in my life and it's scary because they're all different. I'm used to the same toxic, unreliable people and things and patterns. And so I'm craving to go back. So it's a little self-sabotaging. So you can't go back, guys. We cannot go back to whatever, you know, once felt familiar, not healthy. I will, you know, continue to miss this friend, miss this relationship. But just like, you know, an ex, I have to miss her. But that does not mean I need to be with her or be friends with her again in my life and a part of me is super upset and regrets ever contacting her because the reason I got to the point of contacting her was because I was listening to other people listening to other people tell me that you know oh yeah you should maybe hear her out maybe you should be friends with her maybe you know when I knew in my heart that I didn't want to that I didn't think it was possible but I am trying to talk myself into it being possible because of other people so at that moment I regret it now because now I've opened this door with this person kind of for no reason and now I'm like well shoot well how do I shut it <laughs> stay true to yourself stay true to what you believe this podcast might not honestly have really made sense or touched anyone but if you are someone who ever is just used to in your whole life things that are unstable 
toxic trauma, anxiety, mental, like not good environments, like just not good, like used to anything good happening. And you're getting to a place where you're not creating that life for yourself. And it's something that's good. I just want to say to you, whatever you do, it's okay to sadly miss the dysfunction and the toxic and the uncertainty. It's okay to miss it, but never self-sabotage yourself in the situation that you're in to go back to that familiar area and part of your life just because you're used to it. Don't do it. Go to therapy, talk to God about it, and just pray to push through it. But it's a form of self-destruct. And honestly, it's okay, guys. We get it. Like, we've been through things, so it makes sense. But do your best to stay in this area that is uncomfortable because the sad thing is, just because it's uncomfortable, sometimes uncomfortable is good. Sometimes it's something good because you're not used to it. You're used to bad. So stay there. Stick it out. Work through it. And come out on the other end feeling better. I really thank you guys for listening for this week's episode. You know, I'll keep you updated. But just know you can forgive people and that doesn't mean you have to be with them. Thank you guys so much. Bye. Thank you.